Uh, normally, don't talk about loads of latest news and developments on the Property Nomads podcast, but this opportunity was too good to pass up. Now, in recent weeks, I've been speaking about you know banking being a fraudulent system and why I've always got to be careful and you know how that things work in a way that we're probably never going to know how they work. And this whole FinCEN files thing with these trillions and trillions of dollars of transactions, how they've been effectively you know, money laundering around the world using major banking institutions. It, it made me laugh uh, reading it. Now, I'm not going to go into the absolute in-depth details of it, but I just thought it was very poignant to mention that uh, it, to me, as a very cynical person, I'm not surprised to read that these things are happening. It doesn't anger me. It doesn't annoy me. It makes me laugh. It's also quite sad, but this is the reality of the way the world works. That there's always going to be higher powers, higher powers that be head honcho somewhere. And the world is full of shady crap. And just thought the timing of this, these leaked documents was stunning, given what we've been speaking about recently on the on the podcast. And yeah, say two trillion dollars worth of transactions going around some of the world's biggest banks and they've allowed criminals to move dirty money around the world. Now, of course, the banks are going to claim that the, you know, these things that, you know, they were not aware of these things and, you know, activity has been reported and then they've not taken action. Okay, it's possible, you know, we all make mistakes. It is possible that uh, the, when suspicious behaviour was reported for wrongdoing or crime, that, they might not have acted upon them. Sometimes that happens. But there again, there's this, just this little, little, little part of me that believes that actually they knew what was going on and they just allowed it to happen regardless. So, yeah, so interesting, interesting to read about money laundering and all of that sort of stuff. But it has led me to a couple of book recommendations, a few books that I've got on my audio uh, audible profile that I do recommend you should actually listen to if you are interested in listening and understanding and reading this sort of stuff. Like I said, many people are going to be reading all of these articles about you know HSBC, Finken and all that. And a lot of people are going to get annoyed and they're going to go, well, banks are greedy, people are greedy. Oh, this shouldn't happen. This is annoying. Why have they allowed this to happen and sort of getting into that hate mentality? I, I haven't got that here, to be honest. I, I say I find it funny more than anything else. Um, you know, that really is just how the world works. But I would recommend a couple of books. Number one is Collusion by Naomi Prince. That's really really good that's about the the global financial crisis and things like that uh that really really good book i'd also check out capitalism versus socialism um that's on audible as well parliament limited by martin williams that's a really really good insight into some of the shady dealings of how parliament work uh, and then the key one uh, would be Moneyland by Oliver Buller. Uh, that's B-U-L-L-O-U-G-H. Um, why thieves and crooks now rule the world and how to take it back. That is probably the most poignant book I'd recommend off the back of this episode. 
I put links to a couple of the articles in the show notes as well. Go and check it out. Like I said, it doesn't make me angry. It, I just find it fascinating that, you know, all of this stuff, stuff has happened. A couple of bullet points. You know, HSBC have allowed fraudsters to move millions of dollars of stolen money around the world. JP Morgan allowed a company to move more than $1 billion for a London account without knowing who owned it. Uh, you know, the UK is a high risk jurisdiction uh, compared to Cyprus. Uh, you, you know, there's a lot of shady dealings going on in Cyprus and in the UK were high risk. Apparently, in uh, the bank of the UAE, uh, Central Bank of the UAE failed to act on warnings as well. So these are just some of the things that have been revealed. And again, like I said, I'm not a reporter on this. I just I was a bit taken aback by the articles, but it doesn't surprise me. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to a couple of the files as well. The other thing you would have seen on the episode list would be uh, lockdowns two and three are on their way. Uh, yet. I believe fully lockdowns two and three are on their way, national lockdowns. Again, as I mentioned before, this is a virus. It's it's always going to be around and about with us. The two ways to combat that, number one, you have to either create a vaccine or people become uh, immune to it. Secondly, you have to stop the movement of people. It's okay stopping the movement of people because uh, that will lower cases, but you need to be able to find a resolution to it as well and I say it's amazing that we're 21st century we've got wi-fi and a lot of things going on and we still struggle uh, in comparison to you know multiple other uh, challenges that you know the, uh, the world has faced over the years so i do believe that there are more national lockdowns on the way there should be worldwide lockdowns and people should be locked down until really a vaccination is found or we become immune to it and i know that sounds like a massive utopia of the world i'm aware of that but you know, these are things that, you know, we, we need to think about speaking to someone the other day and talking about recessions, talking about, you know, these are bad times. These are weird times. There's always opportunity. There is always, always, always opportunity in in negative times, in recessions to make a, a lot of cash. There is always going to be opportunity. But what the world, most of us uh, around the world haven't dealt with is a recession that's based around a virus. Uh, and a health warning with that. Yeah, we look at the global financial crisis. That was, you know, typical up-down bubble. Same with in the UK, 1991. Again, that was you know, part of a market cycle and, and previous recessions before that. The last major pandemic epidemic on this level that involved a virus was Spanish flu back in you know, 1918 to 1920. And again, that killed a lot of people. And that was, you know, a viral that was a viral thing. It's just unfortunate that came off the back of, you know, World War One as well, which you know, obviously a, a catastrophic loss of life there too. So again, yeah, these are strange times. And yes, there are recessions going on. They're going to get worse. They're going to get a lot worse because effectively restricting the movement of people is going to lead to some uh, massive challenges moving forward. But like so. National lockdown number two, national lockdown number three, a worldwide lockdown, I believe, will happen at some point. And again, not many of us will be used to dealing with these circumstances and the recessions that are revolved around a virus. So the way to contain that and sort it out is become immune to it. Uh, everyone becomes vaccinated or gets vaccinated uh, and stopping the movement of people. So that's a quick episode on... 
lockdowns. I know it all sounds doom and gloom. I know just, but please just go and study the history of uh, pandemics, virus epidemics, uh, and you know you'll start to understand the things, the necessary actions that are needed to be taken in this situation. And yeah, the links to the FinChem files or FinCEN files, so however you want to pronounce it, they're all on the show notes as well. And it's a very interesting read. Uh, again, along with the uh, links to a couple of recommended books on Audible as well. So until next time, I'll feel the same.